Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin' players? It is Blazin' Rye backstage. It's uh, Wednesday, September 14th, 2016. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazin' Rye, and I am joined by uh, the someone who's making a lot of noise right now, causing a, a big racket. Uh, the <laughs> Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? What's going on? On a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. I couldn't escape Woo. the memory of a phone call and a watch you said. Like a game show contestant with a parting gift, I could not believe my eyes. And it's all nice. of the burp and it's just different. Don't need to humor me and That's tell like me lies. Yeah, humor me and tell me lies. And I lie to and say I don't mind. And as we seek, so shall we find that when it will be over, I'll still be here. But not without a certain degree of fear. I know what will be. You and me, I still can't see things. Hopefully, buddy, I'll. wanna keep me around and around. Oh, it's a surefire way to speed things up. When all it does is slow me down. What's oh up, my man? God, you're killing it, John Popper. <laughs> John Popper. John Popper. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I gotta warn you. I did order delivery from a health food place near me, and it has not arrived yet. So it will come during the show. Gross, bro. That's that's <laughs> fine. Is, it, is this the same? Was this the Chinese food health store? No, this is an, another health food place, not the Chinese vegan place. Uh, it's okay. called Grill Grill's Delight. It's in Park Slope. Oh, okay, okay, all right. That, that was racist. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. This house. Yeah. Racist. So this is it, huh? We. <laughs> this is. These are our lives, huh? These are the days of our lives. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, What's like going on Sam? with you, Maine? Through the hourglass. These are the days of our lives. Um, I don't know, bro. I can't believe it's only fucking Wednesday. I'm losing my goddamn mind. What about you? Oh, same thing. I mean, the time seems to be like slowing down and freezing for all of us. It's just getting ridiculous. And, uh, you know, the weather's not too bad. I can't complain about that. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, we're only Wednesday. We're, half, we're not, you know, we're more than halfway through. But, gosh, I wish it was, I wish it was Friday or the end of Thursday. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's a Thursday night. The thing is, it it felt like Thursday all day, and then tomorrow it's going to be another Thursday. It's going to be terrible. Um, yes, absolutely. But uh, by the way, if anyone wants to call in, and it's just for those of you unfamiliar with this show, uh, and I'm sure that you regret <laughs> tuning in now, but uh, it's really a free forum. Um, 
it's uh, off the it, well. It's candid. It's it, we like to say off the record, but it's technically on the record because it's recorded. Uh, but um, <laughs> we take you, you know, backstage. It's uh, it's the the more candid improvisational version of Blaze and Rye. So anything, if anyone wants to call in, uh, any newcomers to the show or any people who need solutions to their problems, remember it's nine one seven. Three eight eight four one three one. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one three one. And press one to know that I uh, should pick up my phone on you. And weeks, I want you to have a back pocket story ready for when the food comes, so that you can fill in. What What are you going to talk about? Oh, let me think of something. Okay, okay, I'll think of something. All right, okay, all right, <laughs> okay, all right. You got it. <laughs> got it. All right. Um. Oh, up uh, here it is. Go, Weeks, go. Okay. All right. So I want to actually talk a little bit about Vermont. I think Vermont's a, a state that not a lot of people know about and having lived there for about a year and a half to two years, I think I know a little bit of something about Vermont. It's a strange state. It's got a lot going on for it, though. Um, besides the trees and the mountains and beautiful fresh air, they got uh, cold, delicious craft beers and breweries all across the state. They uh, got the great cheeses of Vermont. They're giving you the cabot cheese. And uh, they got great maple syrup as well. This is one thing that people don't know about Vermont is their bacon is incredible. It's maple infused smoked bacon. Oh, it's one of some of the best bacon I've ever had. But, um, Definitely a great state. It's very green. Lots of trees. I've never seen that many trees in my whole life. I guess that's why they call it the Green Mountain State. But uh, a really great state. A lot going on for it. No traffic. If you don't like traffic, Vermont's where you want to go. Uh, great state. A lot of good people there. Uh, people keep, generally uh, keep to their own business and don't bother you. And um, They're not as friendly as other states, uh, the people in other states. But they keep to themselves. I think that's what's good about it. It's almost like a little piece of uh, down south up in the northeast. And uh, that's what's great about it. Uh, weather is pretty terrible overall with the long winters and cold winters. Um, but uh, you do get like three months where there's not snow or ice or death-like conditions on the road. Uh, so you got three months. You know, that's, that's good. I was still thinking about getting, buying a cabin out. It's a nice state, though, seriously. And, uh, but expensive. A lot of people think it's going to be cheap to live up there. I, I'm surprised. It's very expensive. I think it's because they're, uh, they're so anti-progress there that it's a little ridiculous. They don't they don't build buildings over there for some reason. They got a lot of wood, but they don't build over there. Very strange. Very strange about Vermont. And then you go to New Hampshire, and it's like the developed Vermont. That's what it really is. New Hampshire. But, you know, New Hampshire is more boring, I think. Um, you know, so that's my feelings. Great, great state. You should go to Vermont. Great place. Don't stay there too long. Now, did you say that you're spending? <laughs> did you say you're spending three months there? What was the three months thing? Three months? No, no. I, I said uh, you really only get three three months of good weather over there. Otherwise, mm. sleet, snow, and death-like conditions on the road that you don't want to be a part of. But it's a great what, uh, state. I I love that everything was so positive and complimentary, and you go, the weather's pretty terrible, and, and it was just so out of the blue. <laughs> but that was wonderful. Totally that was agree. a wonderful. Yeah, that, 
That was what? great. That was a wonderful Thank filling. You. What were you eating over there? What did you order? Oh, so I'm not going to eat on the air. Uh, but, you should eat um, on the air. Uh, well, no, because I have misophonia, as you know. Oh. Oh. That's the chewing? <laughs> That's got to be the chewing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's That's the, the mouth chewing? chewing. Yeah, I hate the mouth hearing chewing. People. Okay. Okay. Oh my God! I hate hearing mouth chewing. I hate hearing. How about this? Yeah. That's like a legitimate thing, isn't it? Well, I told it to my therapist that you know, I when I hear people chew with their mouths open, it makes me want to uh, stab them. And he said, uh, and I said, it's misophonia. And he goes, Oh, I never heard of that. And he's a smart guy, you know. He's been around the block. Um, <laughs> Has a, he has a lot of books, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I don't know if he's ever read them. They're always in the same places. Uh, but um, you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's yeah. It's apparently a legitimate thing, and um, other people have it, and uh, uh, it's just uh, other people have it with different sounds too. So I have it with like chewing or slurping sounds. So that's why it's so oh. difficult for me. It's why it's so difficult for me to go to lunch with you uh, or anybody, you know, who chews with their mouth open um, because it's that smacking uh, that is just horrendous. And um, the, the thing is, I mean, there are some people like Friedman, for instance, Jason Friedman, who's getting married soon in yeah. St. Louis. Uh, oh. There have been with him. I've not, you know. I've not gone to lunch with him just because of this. And um, he, one time we were at a, a cabaret and uh, and he says to me, um, uh, let me get a stick of gum, man. And so I said, I said, all right, but you can't chew it like you usually chew stuff. And he like, he didn't really pay much attention to that. And then he took it, and he just starts smacking the gum. And I go, this is exactly what I was talking about. He said, wait, you're serious about that? And I said, yes. And, and then he goes, what do you mean, man? How, how do I chew? And I said, like an asshole. And he cracked up. <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. And another time we were at uh, me and Fondulis and Friedman and uh, Caitlin, we were at a, a Grey Dog. And... Uh, this, by the way, this show is not um, episodic, by the way. So, you know, if I throw out names <laughs> here and there, you're fully expected to know who these people are. So we're all <laughs> at this place, Grey Dog, after Pride. We'd all gone to the Pride Parade to watch it. Then. And, uh, and afterwards, Friedman goes, uh, let me get a, a piece of your turkey burger. And I go, <laughs> I said, only if you chew it with your mouth closed. And he goes, nope, not my style. <laughs> God damn it. That's, that's hilarious. Oh my god, I love it. I, I so do you have like a special are you specially sensitive to in terms of hearing? So like can you hear that from very far away? Or yes. is it like it seems like you tone in on this thing, right? Yeah, man, I can hear it from across the office. I really it's like it's an and oh on the subway. Oh my god, if somebody yeah. if like some lady is sucking her teeth on the subway or something like that. 
I get uh, really, really angry and just tense up like crazy. And, of course, I can't do anything, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's bad. It's I get very, you know, and there's not really a – I mean, here's the thing. They say it's like a an irrational kind of reaction, like it's like a, um, a condition, you know, this misophonia thing. But I think it's right. more so I just expect people to have good manners. That's all. How hard is that? <laughs> right, right. It's a, it's a certain level of respect and courtesy in the society. And let me ask you, do you think it's eroding? You know, do, do you hear it more often? Is it more common? Oh, yeah. It's way oh. less com- It's way less common for people to chew with their mouths closed. Yesterday, I saw this big fat lady at this place um, <laughs> in uh, Midtown, and yeah. she like. You know, I usually go there. It's like a, it's got healthy options, got like kale and quinoa and like chicken and, you know, grilled baked chicken, whatever the fuck, and salmon. And sh- and mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone with like that much rice on her plate. And they don't even serve rice there. I don't know what she was. And then she takes this, she, she takes a lime and she's just squirting lime all over the thing of the oh. rice. And it was just, maybe it was the orzo, maybe it was the pasta, but it was, and then she just, she is chewing so much with her mouth open, and I just, like, watched her from behind, and got angry. <laughs> I wish I had a photo of you watching her. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. But, uh, it sounds terrible. I mean, people, you gotta chew with your mouth closed. It's not that hard. <laughs> I gotta do it. I gotta do more of it, actually. Uh, yeah. you know. But it's it's not my style, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's uh yeah it's there was there was one night I was at um a friend's place and the girl that he was uh, dating at the time is she's like chewing on some candy and like making these huge smack sounds and I was getting <laughs> unbelievably tense and my friend was like oh he has a a it's a disease it's called misophonia it's a disease. <laughs> And and she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'll I'll try to chew with my mouth closed. It's not natural, though." And then my friend was like, "Yeah, it's not natural because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing either when he's chewing." But it's yeah, I don't give a shit if it's natural or not. It's just polite. You, you're a member of society. Carry yourself with a little dignity. You're almost thirty years I agree. old. Yeah, I agree. Did your mother not teach you with manners? I totally agree. Exactly. And what is this natural thing? I mean, is it really natural to chew with your mouth open? Because if you chew with your mouth open, food falls out. You got to be a little bit cleaner. Close it. That's why. (laughs) That's why I hate when people are like, um, "Oh, then it tastes better. You get to the air of the thing." It's total. It's total bullshit. It doesn't. No. You want to enclose the food into your jowls. Yes, absolutely. You want to seal it in your mouth, your entire mouth. Not you don't want all that air coming in. First of all, it's going to be. It doesn't make sense. It fills yeah. you up with air. You want to. There's rats the down there, and you know, there's all that oh. shit down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Whoa. Have we talked about what's going on with you, Weeks? What's, what's uh, the the latest? Where where are you living now? What state are you in? What's what's going on? <laughs> well, I'm in uh, the great state of Connecticut in Hartford for now until the end of October, 
And, uh, you know, I took a position with, in Buffalo, the great city of Buffalo, New York, the second largest city, which I didn't know until yesterday, uh, looking it up. Uh, and I will be moving there to Buffalo, New York in October. What's the first largest city, Scranton? In New York? Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't say New York. Uh, <laughs> New York City, NYC. Oh, okay, second largest city in New York. Now, I mentioned to you, Buffalo is not a good place to go if you don't want to be depressed. If you want to be depressed, then Buffalo is a great place to go. I don't know what it is with me, but I feel motivated to go to depressing places. Like you could, you could argue that Vermont is similar to Buffalo, and that there's not a whole lot to do, and the weather sucks, and um, <laughs> it's generally a dismal kind of place to be in, but. And uh, I think I, I'm attracted to that. I don't know why. I, I, I think I love misery. I don't know what it is. But, uh, you know, I, have, I had many options. I had an option to go to, uh, as you know, the Virgin Islands. I had an option to go to Guam and Philly. And I've chosen Buffalo, New York. <laughs> I mean, out of those, the only option that I would ever consider would be Philly. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't want, you know, that island life is no good. It's like when we were in um, Puerto Rico and people are driving 30 miles an hour backwards. You don't want the island life. <laughs> and, you know, everyone's moving real slowly uh, on foot and real fast by car and, um, and in the wrong direction. Uh, but I wouldn't want that. And then Guam sounds just, like, ridiculous. And then, of course, there's... Um, uh, Buffalo. The only experience I have with Buffalo is that when we were at Syracuse University, um, there was a Bruce Springsteen concert my sophomore year, I believe, that we went to in Buffalo. First off, I had no clue how far it was from Syracuse. It took forever to get there and back. Um, (laughs) Like it was that was ridiculous. And then we. we, the only seats that we could get were behind the stage, but the um, Ticketmaster or whatever said that it, the show was in the round. And then we get there and basically just saw the back of everyone's head all night. You know, was, there was certain right. points when, when Bruce would turn around with his guitar and, and, and uh, look at us and we would cheer. And, but it, it wasn't like a full, you know, it was a full concert because uh, he went the three and a half hours and stuff that he always does. But it, w- it wasn't a full uh, right. experience because we were looking at the back of the damn heads the whole time. I mean, the, our best view was of Max Weinberg's head. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a good, you know, good, good hair. He's got good hair there. So yeah, I mean, he does. Not bad, but, you know, you probably want to see the entire Max Weinberg and the Amazing <laughs> Seven or whatever he has. Remember that band? Well, he, yeah. Street band, right? They used to do that. Uh, they used to do that thing. Um, uh, they used to do that. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Max on Max on Conan, where they would show like a scene of Max Weinberg banging Max Weinberg, and it was the creepiest thing. <laughs> and do you remember uh, that? Uh, um, you remember the announcer from Conan, the old announcer Joel? Yeah, I remember Joel. I remember. And Joel. he would, he would be like, he would be like, "Then I'm gonna kidnap your daughter, Conan," and like had a big smile and <laughs> it was like the creepiest old guy with a ponytail. Boy, they had some real cretins on the old show, huh? Real cretins. 
Yeah, but I missed that. I missed the Queen and the uh, craziness. And, uh, they don't have that anymore. Kind of ridiculous. Well, I watched a clip from it uh, the other day. Um, the new, you know, the TBS show that, speaking of uh, dismal, it's just he's faded into the abyss. Um, but uh, he uh, went around with this um, 16-year-old uh, Asian girl teaching her how to drive, and he ha- and then he picked up uh, Ice Cube and Kevin Hart, and all of I them. I saw were that. Teaching- oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it, was it was hilarious. Actually, hilarious. Ice Cube was hilarious. <laughs> I, really? Because he didn't do much. So he didn't do much, but he was like always. Oh, Insulting or too gangsterish, and uh, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. But Kevin Hart was good too. Does Kevin Hart annoy you to an extent? No. You like him? <laughs> yes. See, I think he's. Yeah, it's, it's difficult for me. I'm, I'm going through like a. I hate Kevin Hart's stage. I, I don't know what it is. He's very <laughs> likable. I think he's somewhat funny, but I just don't understand why he's such a big actor and star, I don't think he's got the talent. <laughs> so I, don't think you've, I don't think you've seen any of his stand-up. I have, you know, I, I've seen a little bit, but not a whole lot. I really got to give him a chance in that regard. But his movies, not huge. Not a huge fan. Well, what about, what to call it? Um, The, the latest one with The Rock was hilarious. I haven't seen that. Was, was, uh, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> Not very memorable, <laughs> but very funny. Uh, I'll check it out. I'll any, check it out. Kev, you know, anyway. Kevin Hart, yes. I, I think. Don't you feel he's been around too long for some some reason? No, or no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to participate in the hateration and holleration in this dancery, and we don't have time for uh, it anyway. I gotta stop the hateration. Yeah, I'm sorry. because um, a lot of people. They call you, John Weeks, the Dr. Drew Pinsky of podcasts. Oh. <laughs> yes. They call more like the Jonathan Katz of podcasts. And uh, I believe we have a, a caller here. So let's see oh, if gosh. the caller has a problem. 917, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Yo, this is Vinny. What's going on? Oh, Vinny! Yo, Vinny. <laughs> what the hell's going on, Vinny? What's up, Mr. Weeks? How's Not it going? Much, man. It's been a long time. What the hell have you been up to? <laughs> uh, nothing much. Avoiding Vermont like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> what about mouth chewing? You go up there. There's, you know, there's uh, three months of good good weather over there. You go up there during those, those months. No, I think I wake up every day saying, thank God I'm not in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> so what's good, going on, fellas? What are you up to? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for a doctor? You ready for a problem? Yes. Yeah, so you, uh, you oh, Vinny, boy. you have I, an I, issue. I think I'm as ready as I can be. Yes. You want to address with Doctor Weeks? Okay, yes. Mister Doctor. Uh, Mister Doctor. Are you Dr. sure? Weeks, First of all, are you sure about this? <laughs> oh, of course I am. Because remember, you consulted on my last problem. And how that work out? Two, it ended up in two lawsuits, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt better. Uh, well, my uh, question is, did anybody get killed or die? Oh, my no, no, no. They were civil well, suits. See, they there weren't. you go. There you go. You win. <laughs> Everybody wins. 
no, it totally worked out. You know, you're the man. And I love, like, that you sound like John Madden no matter what. <laughs> because it's like, you know, then what you need to do, I can't do it as well as you do. You, know. you sound like Cosby. I do. Everything turns back to Cosby with every fucking impression I do. It's pathetic. It always oh, does, man. does it. Uh, all right. So, Weeks, here's the problem. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, okay. I'm ready. You're, I think I mentioned it on the show. I go to uh, those AA meetings. Yes. I think I mentioned it. Okay. So, last Friday, I was at a meeting. A friend asked me to speak. Now, what that means is that you talk to the group about what, you know, how you got there. And, you know, and then basically the group goes into a little thing where they share about what you just talked about. You basically give like a little speech. Okay, mm-hmm. now I've been doing this for like 20 years, and I got to okay. say, I have to say, and I looked it up in Time Out Magazine because it was featured in Time Out Magazine, that was the worst <laughs> qualification that was ever uttered in Alcoholics Anonymous, in the history of Alcoholics Anonymous. Ooh. It was the worst. It was so bad. It was oh so bad. God. It was so bad. How bad I was it? It was so bad, I think three people started doing heroin after. <laughs> That's how bad. That's how bad it was. So, like, I, I just can't deal with this anymore. Anyway, but seriously, how I knew it was bad is that everybody's share around the room was just kind of avoiding, like, what Vinny said. And if they did talk about what Vinny said, if they talked about what Vinny said, it was argumentative and basically calling me a dumb piece of shit. What? <laughs> Anyway, like, so, like, you got names? You got names to any, these people? What's that? Yeah, names on you? We'll have, to, we'll have to talk to these people. No, I can't <laughs> drop no names, brother. I ain't no okay. snitch. All right. <laughs> no snitch, man. Uh, but anyway, my self-esteem is, is at an all-time low. Because the other thing you don't know, like my four-year-old yes. daughter could qualify at a meeting, and people will say, I got a lot out of it. It's really not that hard. It really is okay. not that hard. You know? Okay. And to, so you see where I'm going with this. I feel yeah, like... I don't, I actually. I don't. Weeks, do you see where... Because I'm not hearing any question, Vinny. Okay, the question yeah, let's, is let's, this. Flush it out, Vinny. Okay, here's <laughs> the question. How can I get past this and move on? <laughs> That's my question. Hey. Oh, great question. Wow. <laughs> great question. Let, let me just keep saying wow so I can think of something. Hold on. Wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, first of all, I think you got a false, maybe a false impression of your own qualification. No, no, that's absolutely not teacher. true. Not true at all. Not true at all. Okay. I told you, I told you it was in Time Out Magazine. I told you that. So it was that, so that, that. It was that bad. Is that what you're saying? It was, it was that, that bad. bad. It was featured in Time Out Magazine. When you have a chance, just Google Vinny's qualification <laughs> Friday night, and you'll get like 50 hits on it, how bad it was. <laughs> Donald Trump said it was the worst qualification. The worst. <laughs> I mean, Ryan could attest to that. Right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I you saw it online. The- I sent you all the links. I saw the Trump one. It was very. I thought it was very rude. Very rude. Very rude. Extremely oh, rude. 
Yeah. It sounds and a, a, bit, a bit Islamophobic. It sounds huge, though. Huge. Actually, actually, they called my qualification very Islamophobic. Oh. Okay. I'm not exactly sure why, because why, I never mentioned Islam at all. I think maybe right. that's why. Well, here it goes, Vinny. I think, I think it, you know, it must have been that awful then. You know, I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> if what you're telling me is the truth. I think you got to accept the fact that uh, it was that awful, and you might have been—it might have been the worst qualification on earth. Probably, <laughs> it was in the history of Alcoholics Anonymous. In all different languages throughout the world, for the past sixty years, this was the worst. No, no, I accepted that part. But my question is, how do I move on from that? Okay, so how you move on is you accept it, which you have, and I think you got to challenge yourself. I think so. I think you got to do it again. I think you got to bring the noise, bring the pain back to the audience. You know, rehash what you did before. Find out what the weaknesses were with the qualification. Review it, of course, your words and then your delivery, and present it back to them. You got to really, you got to make them like you, Minnie. And you know, you're very likable, and I think you got a great qualification. Uh, you're hidden within you, and you just got to bring it to the surface. Don't, don't, don't just give up. Don't just resign yourself to failure here. I think you're, you're, you know you got something to be proud of, and you got a good story, and bring it to their audience. They want to hear it, but they want to hear it in a different fashion. I think that's where you you might have failed in your delivery. So, you know, <laughs> work even, with your friends. Even, work. even though, yours, I, I hear what you're saying, but even though it's like I just shaved my head and I took a baseball bat to a car like Britney Spears, that's where my career in AA was right then and there. Okay. If, if that's the case, then you got to do it again. Yes, do it again. Do it again, Vinny. Shave your head again. Take the baseball bat again. Just keep doing it. I think, you know, you'll find the way to success. And I think, unfortunately, it's trial and error sometimes. And I think you tried and you erred the first time. And the second time, you might be different. I think you got a story to tell. you got to engage the audience. Uh, you got to improve yourself. Don't just resign yourself to this is, the, this is it. This is the end. I want to hear this. And maybe uh, the next show we can hear your qualification. You're <laughs> <No> good? <laughs> Brian, I think I want my money back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to veto that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to veto my money back. <laughs> I'm going to veto Vinny, and uh, there's no refund. Uh, but uh, uh, Weeks, um, that was truly a bar mitzvah in hyperspace. Thank you for that analysis. And... Um, <laughs> And we actually have to move on to, you guessed it, the Hot Mess Award. So, Vinny, I'm a, oh I'm a, I'm gonna let you, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, but you can finish on your own in the park, uh, with, <laughs> okay, hat, with your pants down. Um, just right, say, I, I love you guys. At least, peace, peace. At least fifty love yards you, from from the elementary school. All right, Vinny, don't get captured. <laughs> All right, man, be good, guys. Thanks a lot. Pleasure, Talk Vinny. to you later. Honor and pleasure. Paper towels. Um, boy, I, I hope he keeps listening, even though uh, he's he's not on the show. But uh, do you know what time it is, Weeks? Oh my God, the hot mess awards with Tommy Boy. Yeah, I don't want to play this uh, song though because I don't have the the pro I don't have the proper song. So let's play. Uh, let's just do the Robin Thicke thing. Uh, where is that? Okay. We'll do the Robin Thicke for for the mess and the thing, and then you know for next week I'll have the the mess together but that's fine uh, yeah. i like the robin thick one yeah we'll just play it as much as possible so here we go different strokes to rule the world 
That's how my dad does it. Tom Fogarty, what's going on? Hey, Tommy Boy. What's up, Tommy? Hello. I know you know me. Hello. I know you know me, Tommy. Yes. (laughs) I know you know me, Tommy. Are we on? Yeah, we we on. We on. on. Okay, well, I didn't hear I was invited. What do you mean? Tommy. Tommy, <laughs> what? What's going on? What are you talking about? I have about? no idea. I was listening <laughs> to something. <laughs> I was listening to some village idiot sing some song, and then there was silence. Oh, you heard silence? That's not good. No. Dead air. Um, the best anyway. swords rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> So what was Vinny doing that you gave him paper towels and made him leave? He was Yeah, he he was really bringing a very very bad uh low energy to the show and I thought that he yeah. should probably be banned for the rest of the evening. Yeah, there's like a Jeb Bush energy, that low. Okay, and as I was coming in, did I hear something about a gay pumpkin? Ooh, what? <laughs> I don't think so. I thought pumpkins are all I heard Weeks say something about a gay pumpkin. No. (laughs) Weeks, do you know a gay pumpkin? I know many. They're everywhere. I thought pumpkins come. All pumpkins are gay, aren't they? (laughs) No good? Tom Fogarty, what the, what the hell's going on with you, man? What are you doing? What are you up to, man? Oh, my God. I'm trying to get this play that I'm having a reading of on Monday night into shape. Yeah. Ooh. How's that, how is that going? Good for you. Uh, okay. There's, I'm probably going to be shy a few scenes, but I think that's okay. I'm trying not to beat myself up over it. I just felt sure like I needed to let it out of the bag so I could get some feedback. and. Uh-huh. And hopefully I'm on the right track. I mean, I, I so far the you know the initial just one on one has been really good. So we'll see how it plays in a room full of people. But uh, yeah, it's my uh, sort of opus about life and the love during the first wave of the AIDS crisis. Ooh. Oh, yeah, okay. a light e- a light evening in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> But it is funny. It's funny as shit because you know me. You know I can, I can Uh make a funeral funny. So Uh you got that one right, Tommy boy. Yep. And you so, and and you wrote this one. It's got you'll laugh, you'll cry, you might even shit your pants. (laughs) (laughs) So what um uh what what's the play called? Uh well it's titled from the very beginning and I think I'm sticking with it is patient. Lover, Ooh. patient lover, what demon? Patient lover, friend. Just those three oh, words. Friend. Oh wow! No periods, no no punctuations. Just three words. Oh. I think it'll be great, Tommy boy. It'll be great. Very artistic. Well, yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I know it. Forget about that'll hope. be. I know. 
Monday night at Judson Memorial Church. And that'll be Monday night at Judson at seven. There's we're doing two works in progress. The first piece is a woman that I met out at the Kenyan Playwrights Conference, and it's another wonderful little ditty that's uh, sort of about an incestuous relationship with a you know two helicopter parents, and both of them think that the other one's doing a little too much extracurricular with the daughter and you find out that just just who it is and and what it is and yeah a fun evening what can i say (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll break a leg with that and uh who have you got for us for the hot mess awards well my first one and it's more the situation i think than anything else i'm so Uh, fucking sick about about hearing about Amber Rose past life as having been a stripper, mm-hmm. you know, and it's always in the, in the pejorative. It's always in like a really negative and negative. whenever it's brought up, it's like, you know, the slut shaming her where everybody thinks it's just fine. That Channing Tatum has a stripper past. Right. No, it's That's like, true. get over it. Double get standard. over it. I, I just don't get it. You know, it's, but the press seems to like want to throw it in her face every chance they get. Yeah, be. it is a double standard. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> yeah, no, what? it sucks. Um, Let her be. Weeks, weeks. Didn't you have some sort of uh, experience with the stripper? Well, yeah, it was. Well, it was not all that positive. I did get sexually assaulted, but uh, oh right, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was a good time. It was. But it was not Amber. <laughs> it was a good time getting this. I asked uh, for it, though. I really did ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the stripper was he like, sexually you assaulted you? Yeah. It was, what? It was, you know, it, there was a slap. There was, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> and who is your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess. Uh, she's a repeat offender, Brittany. Ooh. Ooh. Did you, did you catch the VMAs a couple weeks ago? Nope. I didn't see it, no. Oh, my ah. God. Well, to begin with, Beyonce comes out and does, like, a mashup of about six of the fucking songs from Lemonade. Mm-hmm. You know, she it was clear she was lip syncing a couple of them, but at least, you know, she put some fucking energy into it. And she mm-hmm. hurt the entire room. It went on for like 15 minutes. It was amazing. And then about eight minutes later, Britney comes out and lip syncs, you know, four of her greatest hits. Ooh. And it's as though nobody was there. And she didn't even like lip sync the right words in their own fucking songs that are 20 years old. Oh. It's oh, like she great. just shows up. It's it's sort of like she's a stripper in search of her pole. <laughs> she's like wandering around the space, does a little move every now and then. You know, it's just, it was really sad. But the the thing that I find the weirdest that went down this week was apparently she was interviewed and she put out into the universe that she still has three dream collaborations that she would like to do. Oh, first one being Aerosmith, mm-hmm. the second one oh. being Gwen Stefani, and the third oh. being another Justin Timberlake duet. Mm-hmm. 
At which point, Justin was questioned by someone from TMZ the following day, and he said, oh, really? Sure. I'd love to do that. Wow. Yeah. Which which leads me to what do you think Jessica Beale had to say when he got home? Mm, that's exactly oh. what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. So it's I think over. the entire thing is a hot mess. It's not just <laughs> Brittany. The entire situation is a hot mess. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yep. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, poor Brittany. <laughs> yeah. And who is your final hot mess, sire? Well, and I'm not sure there's a who with this one either. This is another funky situation. Uh-oh. You heard that Putin's favorite driver was killed in a head-on collision today. Oh, oh my dear. gosh. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess, unfortunately, Putin was not in the car. But already <laughs> already the tongues are wagging as to, you know, was it a failed assassination attempt? Uh, right. and who from head of state is going to go over there? Is it worthy of someone from head of state going? Because, you know, Putin could have been in the car. Uh, right. maybe we'll just send Ivanka because apparently she was having lunch with Putin's mistress at the time and they're like, hang out all the time. What I'm waiting for is when the fuck they're going to blame it on Hillary. <laughs> right. Because you know, that's coming. Somehow it'll be uh, her fault. Well, Weeks, right. when are they going to blame it on Hillary Weeks? Yeah, I don't know. I'm already writing that article tonight. So, uh, <laughs> you are. Expect it in the news tomorrow. Uh, Hillary okay. killed Putin's driver. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to email. Hillary yeah. gives pneumonia through the email network to, uh, to Putin's driver. Yeah. That's what, yep. that's what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she All sent right. a condolence basket of deplorables. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? Yeah. All right, let's try this one. We'll try this song instead. Yeah. Things are going to get easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, child. oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah. Look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child. Things are going to get easier. <laughs> oh, child. Things are going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Great version. Yeah, that was a great That version. was good. Yeah. Better than the original. <laughs> yeah, <better>. agreed. <laughs> I love him. Love, love her. All right, Tommy boy, kick us off, man. Okay, a traffic sign in Ottawa got hacked this week and was changed from traffic ahead to zombie dicks ahead. Oh, shit. And I was looking for werewolf cunts. (laughs) Aren't we all, Tommy boy? (laughs) I don't want no zombie dicks. I want a hairy werewolf cunt. (laughs) <laughs> I want a Sasquatch cut. <laughs> After putting his baby in a lake on water skis, North Carolina man Rob Asher says six-month-old is the world's youngest water skier. And Rob Asher is, of course, the world's worst father. 
You got that right. <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now let me guess, he's not black, because if he was, he'd be in prison for 10 years. Nah, he's a Probably. white guy, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, white guy. Yeah, he, he got he got free country club memberships because of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, accused drug trafficker Sean Miller disguised himself as an old man to evade capture by the police. However, his plan didn't work as the old man he disguised himself as was Robert Durst. Oh. Murder. <laughs> uh, oh. Yep, I did it in the bathroom. <laughs> it's still in the bathroom. Still in the bathroom. Yeah, it's still in the bathroom. 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 Yeah. Remix. All right. <laughs> Former Subway spokesman Jared Vogel reportedly wants to sue the parents of his underage victims. And his underage victims want to sue him for promising them a foot long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, really, weren't they only <laughs> off by like three quarters of an inch? <laughs> I have not you done know, my research. You know, an 11 and a quarter inch is still <laughs> pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go all man Dean go over that. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson was giving his eight-month-old daughter life advice on Monday, while she sat atop his shoulders when she then pooped on him and drummed on his head with her hands. I don't know about you guys, but I've always thought the Rock was a real shithead. I think I saw that in a porn film once. Was it? Did it star Danny Thomas? Huh? No. Danny Thomas? Yes. No. Yes, it did. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Okay, a reboot of the cult classic The Crow is set to start shooting in January with Game of Thrones star Jason Momoa playing the lead role. Ah, damn, I hope things work out better for him than the last guy. That Jason Moore is hot. He is he is hot. He is fine, as they say. He is fine. I never I never seen him. And he's got a D a D. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's not really my type. He's kind of looks like he might have a werewolf cunt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll part it. Ooh. <laughs> Amy Schumer joked at the GQ Men of the Year Awards Tuesday night that Patrick Stewart come all over her tits more times than he even remembers. 
Star Day 454. <laughs> I let out a load of jism onto a young comedian. Fresh. <laughs> 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 that was awful. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, gee, it went it went so much better in rehearsal. Oh, oh, there was a rehearsal. <laughs> you missed it, Tommy boy. You don't need that rehearsal. There was a, Maybe there. I guess that, I guess that's when I I guess I yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't learn that Teen Wolf thing either. <laughs> well, I I was just waiting to see what you were gonna do with that, and that was wonderful. All right. Well, it might be the worst song ever attached to a movie. I gotta say. <laughs> you mean the, your fart, the fart sounds or the actual song? No, the actual song, especially when it is heard in the movie during that like final basketball section. Yeah. So you know, I have the song? no idea you what the, the fucking man was mumbling. You know, the and then I the found part. a version that had the lyrics. And it still didn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> and you get to the chorus, and it's wing. I'm going wing. <laughs> well, I remember it going from watching the VHS tape. <laughs> wing in the air. I'm going to win the air. Wing. In the air, I'm gonna win in the air. Seventy year old right. Kansas man Lawrence John Ripple claims he robbed a bank because jail is better than his wife. He hadn't taken into account that in jail he would become somebody else's wife. Yep. Yep. Yep, you looking fine. Oh, wow. You better get Ooh. over here, John Lawrence. Ooh. You better ripple that ass up on it. <laughs> That's right. Ripple that ass back on it now. <laughs> That's it right there. Right there. It's turtle time. <laughs> okay. UFC <laughs> fighter Maisha Tate was hiking in Nevada Sunday when she helped carry an injured six-year-old girl down a rocky hiking trail after the child took a nasty fall. Then she beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> yep, everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> that was a great joke, great joke. That little six-year-old girl was fast as lightning. <laughs> <laughs> a federal appeals court said this week that co-conspirators in the George Washington Bridge's Bridgegate scandal can stay secret, unlike Chris Christie, who you can't miss. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's fat, you see. Now, why do you think that is, that they can stay secret? Ooh. I don't because know. one of them the judge himself? Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. he got that R. R. Kelly judge that let, that yep. let him Ooh. go yep. forward. The DNA, every, the DA is in on it. Uh-huh. The DA. DA. Yeah. In the bathroom. The doll. 
<laughs> Hello, doll. <laughs> Come here, doll. Dave Grohl's I love mom. me, doll. <laughs> Dave Grohl's mom wrote a book about being the mother of a rock star, and Donald Trump's mother wrote a book about being the mother of an a-hole. Uh, <laughs> you got that right, Weeksy boy. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I just I don't write them. I just say. <laughs> Would you say I don't dr- write them? I just drink them. I just I don't write them. I just say them. Oh. <laughs> dress the dress Marilyn Monroe wore while singing "Happy Birthday, Mr. President" to JFK <laughs> is expected to sell for three million dollars at an auction. Wow! While the dress. Monica Lewinsky wore while blowing Bill Clinton is on sale for six dollars at Jersey Gardens. I was in the bathroom. Ooh. Go to the bathroom. Oh, that was too hot. That was too hot. Ooh. That was seductive. <laughs> All right. I love that wow. you, you, you you got me, you get me, you hear me, you feel me. And this just brings oh, it all you. home. All this those just brings it all home. Gwyneth Paltrow's group this week announced that they are launching their first ever apparel line. Mainly because she wants Chris Martin to stop wearing those goddamn granimals, goddammit. <laughs> oh. Different strokes to rule the world. Different strokes to rule the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm and like, let's hear the let's hear the uh, the Gilbert one one more time. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. That's so oh, good. Oh, my God. I wish he'd do a whole album. I think Absolutely. I think it's coming. It must be coming. Ooh, like, me, like me right now. That would be so good. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, you know, I, had a, I had a, I, I've been thinking a lot about this last week. And I think it's because What's Danny that? Lynn had her, what, 10th birthday? Which doesn't Ooh. seem possible. And Nicole Smith. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Yeah. Her little girl. I think because I just, I'll never forget the last thing that I heard her say. What was that? What? <laughs> and that's just always stuck with me. It was so profound. <laughs> that was, yeah. I remember that. That was good. Right? Very. Yeah. She was she was a big She was really misunderstood. Okay, you punch backers. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Good night, Tommy boy. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Yep, hey, sir. Tommy boy. Good luck. Okie doke. Gay pumpkins. Gay pumpkins. Gay pumpkin pride. Gay pumpkins. That made me think that I would definitely. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I have seen a, a, a pornography scene where 
there were a bunch of guys fucking a pumpkin. Now that now that I think about it, they like carve the pumpkin. Really? And then then they stick their cocks in the pumpkin, you know, to fuck it. Why? Well, maybe all. Pu- I would think that's kind of rough. Ugh. Um. Really? You think so? I, I don't. I guess apple pie yeah, would be more. Yeah. Oh yeah, a pumpkin would make sense. Actually, you're right. You know, as long as they keep the stuffing in there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. There's a lot of. Yeah, that makes there's sense. There's a lot of strange. <laughs> a lot of strange <laughs> things in pumpkins. You know, I don't know if I would oh, yeah. stick my. It's all weird in there. Um. <laughs> kind of like a. Kind of like a vagina. All right. So. <laughs> you're right about that one, Ron boy. <laughs> Let me just see if I have anything else to talk about before we wrap up. So the um, oh, I wanted to uh, um, you know, we always talk about how horrible Jesus's wedding and bachelor party it was and everything on the show. Yes. But I just want to make sure that you know that, and I I, I have uh, t- told you this before, but I want it to be at the forefront of your memory that after the bachelor party, we, which we alluded to before, it was in Atlantic City. You got molested by mm-hmm. Foxy, the stripper. Um, mm-hmm. You were traumatized. They, you thought oh, yeah. by the end of the night, you thought you were a janitor. Uh, the um, uh, bird, we went bird watching, and I had I had an allergy attack, and it was you know we got attacked <laughs> by bugs, and um, and oh, and the night before I had fallen asleep in fondue or something, and you guys tried setting me on fire or something. So uh, at the, the when I when when I got home from that, my roommate at the time Sid uh, comes up to me. And goes, um, okay, so, you know, this whole, like, passive-aggressive thing and whatever you're doing, I just, like, don't appreciate it, and I think that things need to change. And I said, what? What are you talking about? And he uh, he said, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I said, um, I, you know, I'll change what you want me to change, I guess, but well, what are you talking about? And he said, I'll just leave it at that. I think it's best we leave it at that. So that is the nonsense that I dealt with at the end of that oh trauma. Like God. imagine coming, like finally being so relieved I'm home and being and coming home to yeah. that shit, which didn't make any fucking sense. And even he wound up apologizing and says sorry for attacking you and blah blah blah. I mean, what a what a prick. You didn't need that at all. You had one of the most hellish weekends of your life. Did you come back and this guy just yeah words you know, that this ridiculous statement throws it in your face. It just sounds ridiculous. It has no reasoning or rationale behind it. It just sounds right. absolutely daunting. This weekend, that weekend was the, obviously probably the worst weekend of your life. And you don't even I told him that. that. I told him I just had the weekend from hell, so if you could just be more specific, that would help. And, and he was like, I'll just leave it at that. I think we should leave it at that. I probably would have jumped out a window or something at that point. Because it sounds, you know, after that weekend, I was exhausted. I was <laughs> It felt like I got beat over the head with a bat for 10 days straight. And yeah. coming back from that emotionally was just devastating. And then somebody says, do I live with? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. handle it. Oh, yeah. I feel so it, bad. It was... Actually, you, you, you had it worse. You had it worse. Oh, oh it was terrible. Oh, it was oh. terrible. And it made no sense. He was going through some sort of... Uh... I don't know if he 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 got cancer or something. He was cranky about something. I think he got. Oh, I think that's he had. Terrible. Some, that's it. Well, not as terrible as that week. 
wasn't as terrible as the weekend. Oh, well, you know, oh, my people, God. Sur- people yeah. survive cancer. I bet you people survive cancer more than they survive weekends like that. Absolutely. And your bo- your body <laughs> may take a beating, but emotionally and mentally, we took such a beating. There's no recovery. I feel like I'm still in somewhat of a comatose state from that weekend. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I I don't think I could ever wake up. You know, that's how bad it is. Um, it's just yeah. I have these nightmares sometimes. I can't even sleep through the entire night. Sometimes I just wake up with flashes of images of that. You know, I hear sometimes that band playing for the wedding. Uh, I hear it in the back of my mind. I I and this is not something like uh, you can get rid of. I have I still have it no. every night. I hear birds birds crowing and. I, I I see the I see like the the sixty bugs on Jesus's hat or on my back when we're walking through the I, I saw you I thought yeah. I almost lost you there my friend I'm not kidding when I saw you and I looked at you in the uh, the 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 jungle over there with all the bugs I didn't think you would make it back I thought that was the last time I'd ever see you again and I thought it would wind up with me and Jesus in the uh, the jungle. One of us drowning the other, and no, no one making it out alive. I thought that's how how bad it was going to be. It's just the last person walking off into the distance to Atlantic City and never making it there. That's how didn't I thought it would happen. Didn't you say at at like the end of that eight mile bird walk with all the bugs that you tried to climb a tree or something, or he was climbing a tree? Was there something involving a tree? No, well, Jesus was going to be very delusional, I thought. And I was egging him on, and I was like, you know, we just finished this. We're all right around the corner, another eight miles back. And he said, uh, he started, like, walking towards the water. I thought he was going to go into the water, which was probably infested with all kinds of nastiness. I thought he was going to go into the water, trying to find this goddamn bird in the water. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought it was the end of him. I thought he was going to drown himself. Quite frankly, I think we, we were both so delusional. I thought Ken went up to that tower. He didn't want to come down from that tower. I thought he was going to jump off the tower. <laughs> when Jesus went into the it was, it water. Was brutal. To, it was brutal, my when friend. He, when Jesus went towards the water to, uh, to, to, take a, to look at the bird with his binoculars, whatever, how close were you to putting his head under the water? <laughs> Trust me, the thought not only crossed my mind, but I inched closer and closer. I don't think he would have had any clue. I don't think he would have any clue. He would have been, he would have been observing the bird, taking pictures of the bird, <laughs> and, we, and like a predator bird, I was flying up right behind him, and I would have drowned him in, in, in that jungle in that wasteland that we were in. That was a bird conservatory. That was a wasteland. Uh, oh my God! I thought we were like some New Jersey toxic dump where there's more bugs than birds. Oh, oh my God! Oh, sometimes I wake up, I feel like there's bugs crawling all over me, and I see this big bird's face uh, cooing in my ear. Oh, this bird! I, you know, I have a fear of birds now. That's what I have. I have like this avian phobia. This, this bird phobia. It's just. Uh, I can't, I can't handle birds anymore. I hate them. I hate them. I hate the guts. I hate birds. I hate them. <laughs> and when you, um, if you were to have drowned Jesus, what, 
What what was the cover up going to be? How what, how would you have proceeded proceeded from there? There would be no cover up. I, my friend, I would never have come back. I would have just walked <laughs> off into the distance towards Atlantic City. You'd find my body in a marsh someplace <laughs> so, along the highway to Atlantic City, and you'd see <laughs> a bunch of birds pecking at my skull, and I'd, be, I'd just be dead there. I'd, I'd just be lying in the marsh, rotting away with birds pecking at my skull. Uh, that's probably the, the best end that I could think of uh, for that episode. That was, that was probably the worst experience of my life. It, it is. It, it was terrible. It was, I can't. I, I don't even want to think about it. Oh my god! I'm not going to be able well, to sleep tonight. I probably wake up with bugs all over me and uh, just Ken's face when he the like, guys. I can't go anymore. Uh, I'm going to go up to the tower. I didn't think we should get anymore. You know. What tower? What tower are you talking about? There's like a little uh, metal observatory where you go up there, and it was the only place where you could escape the bugs because I don't think the bugs (laughs) get that high up in the altitude. I guess I don't know what it was. Uh, And and remember, and I think that's when you turned around and you went back. You turned around and you went back. Ken went up to the tower, and he never wanted to go back down. So he was like, "Guys, just go ahead. All right, I can't." I can't go anymore. And it was just me and Jesus egging each other on until one of our wheels broke around the corner. And it almost came to the point where one of us killed each other. It was, it was, it was that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> you said, okay, and you said that was the worst experience of your life. And that's what I thought. I thought it was the worst experience of my life. But then there was the wedding. Oh, my. Well, the wedding was so much more... Colorful and it's what pain. The pain was just uh, it was a greater spectrum of pain. Like the pain in the bachelor party was just like this kind of uh, you wanted to, it was either it was homicidal pain. You wanted to kill somebody or you wanted to kill yourself. It was, just, it was that painful. But in the wedding, it was just like a horror show. It was like it was like the one thing that scared you. It was one thing that was that totally made you depressed. You know, with the music. It was like something out of The Shining, quite frankly. I don't know how to explain it. It was like, you know, you hear the depressing music. You see the cupcakes flying over the edge. Actually, the only only break that I had was when the cupcakes fell over the edge. That was the only yes. thing that you know, might have saved me that day, that weekend, when the cupcakes went over the edge. That's the only sign that I thought there was a divine providence where there, something was meant to happen. It was like everything bad that was piling up came into those cupcakes and they flew over the edge. <laughs> you you talk about it so dramatically, flew over the edge, but they really just they fell off the fence, right? It was like the but you're fell, you're saying they totally that fell off the fence. You you sound like you're saying they committed suicide. I think they did. I think they <laughs> had enough of the party. They knew what was going on, and some kind of evil spirit or or maybe good. Went into these cupcakes and they committed suicide because they just could not be there at that party. I think. I mean, uh, I tell you, the, you know, the music, the guests, there, uh, it was just uh, the the heat. Oh my God, the heat! I've never experienced heat like that. You might as well put me in a metal tin can and uh, oh, you remember the heat, right? Well, yeah, it was 106 degrees. The the Marta. The uh, you know the, the cab ride back home, the the flight there, <laughs> Chili's too, Chili's too, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Say that. Oh, say that one. Oh my. Say that one more time, Weeks. Silly Sue, that son of a bitch. Your timeline is skewed. You do remember that. Uh, uh, is, 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 so our flight didn't get canceled at Newark. It got canceled at the at Charlotte. That's right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Because it's Silly Sue, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Uh, do you remember after when we went out in Atlantic City to every single fucking casino along the fucking um, bridge or whatever? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, and then and, and we, do you remember that one that we stopped in and there was that guy that looked just like Cornell West that was cutting a rug dancing? <laughs> <laughs> I remember this so vividly. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. And oddly, oh, that didn't meal. that didn't make me any happier. No, none of none of it made me happy. The, the meal that we had at that steakhouse, the the uh, <laughs> the strip club afterwards, the hotel experience. I left that night. You know, I I went down and started playing yeah. with the janitor part. I that's I don't know what happened to me. It's like a spirit left into my body and. I be, I wanted to be somebody else. I didn't want to be me anymore. I <laughs> I became possessed. I, I, you know, I was really in a bad place. Very bad place there. It was just oh that basketball party. Oh my god. Oh my god. From the doodle pole all the way to the the uh, the ride back. Oh god, I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle. Remember how many times I would say bro? I kept repeating myself like a million times. I I was seriously in some kind of manic episode. No, no joke. I sent you the picture of when I met Panic at the Disco and, and I'm like super happy in that picture. I'm meeting Brendan Urie, my biggest crush on Zach Morris and whatever. Yeah. And then I, I said, Have you ever seen me look that happy? And you said when we came back from Jesus' wedding when we were in Queens <laughs> on the train, on the subway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing will ever match true. that happiness. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh. nothing, nothing will ever overcome that happiness. But you know, it was a false sense of happiness. I, I had to say that. You know, it was like you escaped the physical realm, but that emotional pain, <laughs> psychological pain, was with me all the way up to now. I still have it, and sometimes it's even yeah. worse than it was that day. It's yeah, weird. It's like PTSD. Seriously, I think it's like PTSD. It's well, a, you when know, you're going, uh, yeah, when you're going yes. through it, you you don't uh, really analyze just how terrible it is. Maybe you're a little better at that than I am, because I was, but but yeah, no, it was fucking awful. And uh, I I told Friedman when he you know, his bachelor party, I said, listen, man, I'm coming to the wedding, but I can't do the bachelor party. Uh, and and I just said, I you know, there's I'm retired from the destination weekend long bachelor party. And he understood. I said I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. The last one I did was um, John Murphy's. That's it. No more. <laughs> Not even mine. You know, I will the, leave mine. I have a fear of parties now. I have a. You know yeah. what that that it, it may be fear people in a lot of ways because uh, yeah, I become I you know I think I was naturally somewhat antisocial, but I am beyond antisocial now. <laughs> Because of that experience, yeah. I've lost. Going all the way to Buffalo. Yeah. Yes, I'm doing that to escape. I think, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's weird. I think that that it was all because of that bachelor party, 
and the wedding yeah. on top of it, it just created irreversible effects. Yeah, I don't think I could sure. ever go back to the way I was. I'm no. Doing, I'm, I'm, I'm being funny, and I'm exaggerating to a degree, but it, 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 it's, it's... I don't think I, you are. The pain is real. The pain yeah, I don't the think fear you're... is very real. Yeah, you're not exaggerating. I, I, I'm like having flashbacks right now. It is, it was dramatic. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good uh, end to this, but the thing is, it will never end. <laughs> it is with us. It is with us forever. Um, oh, I was gonna say, remember, remember, uh, remember Jesus's uh, wife's brother Noel. <laughs> No, no, oh my God, how can I forget Noel? He reminded me of some guy in Deliverance. He, yeah, Noel scared the hell out of me. He, so evil, so evil, that so kid. Evil. Yeah, and when he, he drank, he was like way more evil. He was like, so evil right now. <laughs> the only decent person I think I met there at that wedding was that uh, one African-American kid, the, the short one, I think it was a African-American Republican, actually, I think, you know. That might have been oh. why, he was yeah. he was good. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I can't remember I a single he's... decent person, but then but yeah, yeah uh, Michael uh, something or other was his name. Yes, and uh, the bartender was because he kept giving me those damn peach drinks that uh, were filled <laughs> with alcohol. Yeah, so that's that that fueled me. That made me an alcoholic. It made me. <laughs> I never thought I could be an alcoholic. That, I never thought I could ever be an alcoholic until that wedding. Yeah, That's right. yeah. yeah. Well, I can well, see why I am, people become alcoholics. I am so glad I was still drinking during that whole process. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. I needed alcohol to survive that. That there would be. That's one case where it was actually better for my my survival than if I hadn't been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just got so you really got to write a book, or one of us has got to write a book, or both of us. This yeah. story would be incredible. Yeah, incredible. And, and then we would definitely lose a couple of friends, but I mean, you know, how often do we Absolutely. see them anyway? You know, yeah. Absolutely, uh, I agree. We lose them, but I think the story's got to be told. This is a story yeah. that must be told to the American it's worth public. It. It's worth it. You got to, you know, it's worth it. It's to worth lose it. it. Oh, yeah, it's worth it. They put us through hell. Oh, uh, you know. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Oh, my uh, God. The birds and uh, <laughs> the <bus>. So, <laughs> what is your favorite scene in She's the 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 main man, and I appreciate you asking, has got to be this one strange scene in an old movie that we've all seen about chocolate. And uh, Amanda Mays plays this crazy chocolatier who owns this chocolate factory, and he sings a little scary song when they go on the boat through the tunnel. And here it goes. I'm no good singer, but I'm going to try to do it justice. Okay. There's no earthly way of knowing... Which direction they are going, there's no knowing where they're rowing, or which way the river's flowing. Is it raining? Is it snowing? 
is a hurricane a-blowing. Not a speck of light is showing. So the danger hell a-glowing. Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing because the rowers keep on rowing. And they're certainly not showing any sign that they are scrolling. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene. And she's amazing. <laughs> wow, that was horrifying. After all the birds talking stuff, and then that so was that's just what brought, that's what That's what brought me back. It's full circle. <laughs> that's the song I hear when I, I, I have these nightmares about Jesus and his wedding and his uh, bachelor party. <laughs> Well, rest in peace to Jerome Silberman, a.k.a. Dean Wilder. And what's your favorite scene of Choosing My Man for Jermaine? Man, Jermaine, please. My, please. My favorite scene in Choosing My Man for Jermaine is when Amanda Baines and her boyfriend go to look for a um, an apartment in West New York, New Jersey. And uh, and then they have this whole um, experience there. And then Amanda Baines then writes a letter to the real estate broker. Um, and uh, and Amanda Baines does a really good job with uh, when she narrates this letter. And it goes it goes like this. It goes, Hi, Tom. Thanks so much for showing me and Mike the place. It looks very nice. However... While we were waiting at your front door, a young couple was messing around, and a young man <laughs> was fingering a woman was fingering a woman with us and a little girl in plain sight. <laughs> I did not feel I did not feel comfortable at all, and just one. <laughs> Wanted to let you know that this is not a good fit for us. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, Emily. And that's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. Phenomenal. Yes. Yes, it was. Oh, yes. my gosh. Phenomenal performance. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe she said that. What is wrong with that? <laughs> and you know that's what? That's amazing. I, I read that letter when Sean guest co-hosted Sean Broyles last week, and <laughs> and he said had the same exact reaction as you. He was like, "Okay, well, a normal person wouldn't go into graphic detail like that in, in the letter." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, oh, that is wonderful." Um, all right, all right Sean, so, you're a good guy, excellent. Yes, good kid. We had a ton of technical issues, though. So the show, if the podcast from last week is only uh, from when the wizard enters to to the uh, finale. So if you're listening oh, okay. to last week's podcast, um, there was a whole issue with Skype, um, and I'm not sure whose fault it is, so I'll just take the blame. Um, but uh, uh, it, no. it was... It was quite uh, it was quite a mess technically, so um, but it was it's too bad because we talked all about how he just appeared on Match Game with Alec Baldwin and uh, he won it actually. Um, oh wow! So yeah, so there's that. So uh, so if you go back and listen to the episode, that story will not be there. So you'll have to listen to this show next week. Uh, all right, and I'll tell it then, I guess. So John Weeks, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. 
Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking werewolf cunt? <laughs> you know, uh, deflate her. Put her in the pumpkin. Hollow out the pumpkin. And have yourself a nice Halloween. <laughs> Can I reach? Can I, everybody? Can I ride? Can I ride?